Hebrews chapter 4, and I want to leave with you tonight the verse 7. Hebrews 4, verse 7. Again, he limiteth a certain day, saying in David, Today, after so long a time, as it is said, Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Chapter 4, down to the verse 11, is really a continuation of the end of chapter 3. It's dealing with similar themes. And there are some words in this portion, the end of chapter 3 and chapter 4, that are constantly repeated. And we want to consider one of those words tonight. And it is the word today. The text says, Today, after so long a time as it said, Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your heart. Today, saith the word of God. So we want to pause on that word. Today. It occurs three times in chapter 3. You have it there in verse 7. Chapter 3, verse 7. As the Holy Ghost saith, Today, if ye will hear his voice. It's not Paul who's bringing in the word. It's the Holy Spirit who's bringing in the word. The Holy Ghost saith, Today. And then you have it again in verse 13 of chapter 3 exhort one another daily while it is called today today not tomorrow not in the future but today and then in verse 15 while it is said today if ye will hear his voice harden not your hearts and then in our text it's occurring twice as i said Chapter 4, verse 7. And you can see a special emphasis in that verse. Because there is someone who's putting that limit today in. He limiteth a certain day. There's someone putting the boundary to it. And it's God. It's God the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit saith today. The Holy Spirit limiteth a certain day Today, So it's the Holy Spirit that's putting the bounds. It's the Holy Spirit who is making this limitation. It's the Spirit who is saying the word. That is why God says, My Spirit shall not always strive with man. No, he's not going to do that. Because my Spirit limits a certain day. He sets the bounds and he won't go beyond it. And he uses this word today to describe that limitation. Now Paul, of course, is referring to Psalm 95. We saw that in the past. He quoted it in verse 7. And he says, the Holy Ghost saith today. And you notice it's the first word. It is so in Psalm 95 as well. It's the first word. We, we could have conceived perhaps of Paul leaving the word today out. He might just have said, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. But that's not what the Holy Spirit said. He had a word first at the very start. Today, 
if you will hear his voice. Harden not your heart. And sometimes when we are preaching, we'll say, if you've heard God, if you've heard him today, don't harden your heart. And that's just what the Holy Spirit says. Today, if you're hearing him speaking, whether you're a Christian or whether you're a sinner, today if you hear him speaking, do not harden your heart. So you see, it's not a word to be omitted. It's a very important word. In fact, we could say it's the most important word. That the whole text hangs on it. That the whole call of God is anchored around it today. That call does not go out permanently. It doesn't go out forever and ever. No, there is a limit. And it is today. And of course, by that God means now. Now. So the Lord is clearly setting forth throughout this chapter and the end of chapter 3 he's setting forth the urgency and the not putting it off this matter of believing God this matter of obeying God this matter of serving God and responding to his voice you can't put it off you can't delay you can't be like Felix whenever he heard the gospel And he kind of put it from him. What did he say to Paul? Go thy way for this time. For today. For the present. Just go on your way. And when I have a a more convenient season. When I have another time. I will call for you. And he's just doing what God has forbidden. Because God says today. Now we have to understand that it's not necessarily a 24-hour day. It just means the present. It is limited by the hearing of God's voice. If you hear God's voice, you have to obey straight away in the present and not put it off to some future time. You see, God won't always speak. There comes a time when he stops speaking or when you stop hearing his word. And you can't put this this matter off. So if you hear God's voice, you have to believe his voice. And you have to obey his voice. The present. Now, you remember how the apostle will use it later on. I'm sure you know the verse well. It's often quoted. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is just saying, it's not in terms of 24 hours. It's yesterday, that's the past. He's the same in the past. Today, the present, the now, he's the same now. And forever, the future, tomorrow, he's the same still. So it's, it's the emphasis is on the present. And God's voice is going out in the word, presently. God's voice is going out in the gospel amongst the nations. And those who hear his voice have to obey now. Today. When you hear obey and this is not only I say a message for sinners we do want to speak to sinners because the gospel voice of God goes forth and the call to believe and the the call to repent and sinners can't put that off there's an urgency they can't delay they have to obey but also in the main the apostle is speaking to Christians to professing Christians 
And neither can Christians delay obeying God. They have to reflect also on the call. And so there's a call, for example, to steadfastness. Be steadfast. A call to faith. And the child of God can't delay that. He has to do that today. Obey the call to steadfast in the day. Can't put it off to the future. If God is speaking to him now about getting his life in order, getting his faith strengthened, getting his steadfastness in the Christian life dealt with, then he has to do it today. Today the Holy Spirit is speaking to saints and to sinners about this matter. Now I want to reflect on this word today and particularly on the wisdom of it. We have to reflect, well, why, why would God say today? Why would God limit the day? Why would he set a limitation at all upon it? What's the reason for this? There are reasons why God says today and not tomorrow. There are reasons why you should obey instantly and not procrastinate. And I want to look at, at some of those reasons why we should not procrastinate, why we should repent and believe and pray and read the word and do these things without delay. And why should we should humble ourselves before the Lord when we hear his voice without delay? And why sinners should seek salvation without delay? And why Christians should seek grace without delay? And why we should daily seek cleansing and forgiveness of our sins without delay, with great urgency? Why today then? And there are many reasons. And I want to leave some of them with you tonight. But first of all, today is, is God's time. It's what he's chosen. And he knows best. If God says today, then today is the best time. Because his call is a call of wisdom. He has infinite wisdom. He has infinite understanding. And if he says today, then today is the most beneficial time. The easiest time in which it is to do this. So God knows best. If God says believe and obey without delay. Then we do greatly err. Not to take his guidance. Not only about obeying and believing. But about doing it without delay today. You see fools despise wisdom and counsel. The Bible says. And part of the wisdom and counsel of God in our service is today. And if we leave that aspect of it out and put off and procrastinate, then we are really erring and going against the wisdom and the counsel of God. God says of sinners that they would none of my counsel. Not only the counsel to come to God and to repent, but also the counsel to do it without delay, urgently today. And so God has to mourn the rejection of his wise counsel, and particularly the ignoring of this word today. And sinners do ignore it, as we shall see. So that's one reason. It is the wisdom of God when he says this. It's the best time then. But then secondly, if we look into why this is a wise counsel, obviously there are some things that come to our thoughts when we reflect on this. And one of them is that 
Tomorrow we may die. Today may be our last day. We're not promised another day. I know we presume on it. We think it will be so. But we have life and opportunity now. And we are sure of it now at this present moment. But tomorrow we are not. We're not sure of it. Death may come to us. Death will come to us all. But may may come to us suddenly. It may come unexpectedly. It may come very fast. It may even come tomorrow. So that's why God never says tomorrow. We shouldn't boast of tomorrow. And God doesn't set us in a position where we might boast about tomorrow. He's always saying today. Today. The Bible's clear about that. Because of the inevitability and the uncertainty of death and the brevity of life. We cannot possibly know what a day may bring forth. That's why we're not to boast. Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. And that's true. And sinners, they're always presuming on tomorrow. Like those sinners that we read about in the book of Isaiah, uh, whenever the sinner says, Come ye, I'll fetch wine, we'll fill ourselves with strong drink, and tomorrow shall be as this day. Tomorrow will just be the same. We can get the wine out tomorrow. We can have the party tomorrow. Just as we've had it today. It will surely be the same. And we'll have as much abundance tomorrow as we have today. And God is is rebuking the sinners. For speaking like that. For presuming upon that. And child of God. You might not have tomorrow. You might not have tomorrow to read your Bible. You might not have tomorrow to pray. The sinner, you might not have tomorrow to repent and to turn from your sins and believe the gospel. We read Luke chapter 12 tonight and we saw that this farmer was presuming on the future. He was presuming that he could pull down barns and build other barns and fill them up and lay in stock for years to come. All these assumptions. And yet God came to him this very night. He says, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. So death came to him. And he didn't have a tomorrow, never mind years ahead. And there are sinners who put it off for years, this matter of salvation. And intentionally do so as well, particularly the young people. In years I think about this matter. But you you can't do that, young people and children and boys and girls. You can't assume that you'll grow up into adulthood and you'll have plenty of time to think about these things. No, even to the children, God says, today, today. And then another reason, even if we didn't die tomorrow, we might be otherwise incapacitated. Sickness may take hold upon us and so that the voice of God disappears and the sickness becomes a prominent thing. And the ailment becomes the all and the pain becomes the all. Or maybe even we may lose not only our health, but we might lose our sanity. We might lose our mind. Things can take place in providence. Even if not death itself. Our faculties may depart from us. You remember the case of Nabal the fool. 
whose heart died within him. And he became a stone. Even before he died. It was a number of days before he died. He had, he had tomorrow as far as life was concerned. He had the following week as far as life was concerned. But his heart became a stone. And his body was incapacitated. And he could no more reflect on these things or give his heart to these things. And the Lord smote him that he died. And we read that the Lord can smite people with madness and blindness and astonishment of heart. Even when the Lord doesn't strike us dead as one time he he shall do. But even before that he can smite us with madness. Or he can smite us with dementia or Alzheimer's. Or with blindness of mind and of our faculties. Or the loss of memory. Our reasoning powers can become confused. And those are not times to be thinking about being saved. Thinking about serving God. So today, because of that possibility. And then consider also that whenever God speaks his voice today, there are other voices that are contrary God's voice isn't the only voice. Today if you hear my voice, and that assumes that there are other voices about that can be listened to, other voices that are heard. And God knows that sinner hears other voices and listens to other voices. And God has to say to everybody, to every sinner, to Christians as well, if you hear my voice, I want you to hear my voice and to stop listening to the other voices. Because it's God's voice that says today. And if we're not going to listen to God's voice, we will listen to the other voices and that will be a great affront to God, a great offence to God. Very often when God says today, we hear other voices that say, no, tomorrow, or next week, or next year, or in the future. God says today, If you hear his voice, believe. Believe the gospel and obey the word. But you hear another voice and the other voice says, Oh, do it when you're older. That's the voice that the children hear and the young people hear. Oh, do it when you're older. You have plenty of time yet. You have many years yet. There's time to believe in Christ. There's time to become a man of God. They hear other voices. They hear after schooling. And after you get married, and after you settle down, then obey and believe. Or after you get into adulthood, or after you have a family. Or when you get older and near the end of life, that's time then to to just think upon these things. Just relax today, and don't worry about today, but tomorrow, tomorrow you can think upon these things. Eat, drink, and be merry today. Because there will always be a tomorrow. That's not the voice of God. That's another voice. And it's an affront to God. To not listen to his voice when he says today. And to listen to all these other voices. Now wherever all these other voices come from. And they can come from very many places. They can come from Satan. 
There's the voice of Satan in the mind or the voice of demons in the mind who will always have a contrary voice to God's voice or there may be the voice of the world. It may be the voice of your unconverted friends. It may even be the voice of very foolish and unwise Christians. Or it may be your own foolish voice in your own mind tomorrow in the future. Whatever the source They are contrary voices and you must not listen to them. You must listen to the voice of God. And if you don't, it's an offense to God. He says, today. Now, and you know, it is a mark of a Christian that they listen to God's voice. Because remember the Savior said, the sheep, they follow him for they know his voice. They know his voice. And a stranger they will not follow. They will flee from him because they don't know the voice of strangers. So it's a mark of a Christian that he's not going to be listening to all these other voices. But he's going to be listening to the voice of God. Which is why there's this emphasis on this in the chapter. If you're one of my sheep and you hear my voice today Do not harden your heart. So that's another reason. This then shows also that if the believer responds today, it shows that he has genuine faith and genuine love to the Lord too. You see, the servant who loves his master will obey his master. And not only obey his master, he, he will do it swiftly too. If you love me, keep my commandments, the Saviour says. And he assumes on the swiftness of it also to keep them today. Today seek me. Today believe in me. Today pray to me. And where the Master is loved, there ought to be no delay. And so that if there is delay, and if there's not the swift obedience, then we, we must Examine our love for the Lord. So this is the thing that causes us to examine our love for God. Why is there not the swiftness? Why do I keep putting these things off to the morrow? Love is quick. And so if you love the Lord, you will long to be forgiven. And you'll want to be forgiven today. And if you love the Lord, you'll want to be right with the Lord. And you'll want to be right with him today. And if you love the Lord and you want his smile and his kindness upon you, You'll want to have it upon you today, immediately, because you love him. And so it's a good sign. Whenever the child of God is swiftly obeying the Lord, it's a sign that he he truly loves the Lord. Whereas delay shows that we have little love, if we have any true love at all. The sinner doesn't come today because he loves other things. He doesn't love the Lord. He doesn't want to come today. He doesn't love the Lord at all. He wants other things today. He, wants to, he loves other things. Uh, and they have the, the primacy and the urgency. And so even when the sinner says, oh, tomorrow, it's really hypocrisy because he's no intention tomorrow either. He's just saying that to kind of ease his conscience. It's today he loves to obey God and uh, he, he loves the same tomorrow as well. Because... He doesn't love the Lord. 
So to delay then is no love or little love. Another reason is that delay hardens the heart. That's the problem, you see. This is why the Lord is bringing these two things together. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your heart. Because that's going to be the effect of us, not today. It's not just so much that the hardness of the heart causes the new response today. It does do that. But the not doing it today hardens the heart more. You see, if it's not easy today, it's going to be no easier tomorrow. It isn't. Because tomorrow your heart will be a little more hardened. Tomorrow your conscience will be not as sensitive or tender. It's not going to be easy by delay. Or made easier by delay. But quite the opposite. It's going to be made more, more difficult by delay. The desire decreases with delay. The voice of God lessens with delay. The conscience is less tender with delay. The chains that bind are tightened by delay. And that's why God says, now you see, delay makes sin stronger. Delay makes Satan the more powerful over the sinner. That's why God says today, God knows all of this, you see. And so his counsel and wisdom is right and true. And as well as that, delay gives to Satan more time to bring more chains and more things into the sinner's life or more things into the Christian's life. Satan loves delay because delay gives him more time to work, more opportunity to work, more time to bring other things in and other people in to make it all the more difficult and to crowd out the life of the poor sinner so as to completely bury him in unbelief and hardness of heart. So Satan loves delay, and God's counsel is against it. And of course, by delay, obedience, the sin only gets greater, and the sin increases. It's not that the guilt stays the same, or it's the same guilt. No, by not responding today, guilt's increased. It's multiplied. And for the unconverted who keep putting off salvation, this means greater punishment in the day of judgment. And it's sinning against light because the voice is clear and yet it's disobeyed and sin is added to and increased. And then finally it becomes a complete hardness of heart and a stubborn refusal to a, a turn or believe at all or obey at all. And that's the end result. Of this procrastination. One thing is very clear from this verse. That this life alone. Is a time of gospel opportunity. Today. If it is refused and neglected in the present. It will not be repeated in eternity. Today. Is the day of salvation. There is no second chance after death. There's no second chance after the present life. There is no second chance after God's voice goes out in the gospel perpetually in this day of grace. When that is ended, there is no tomorrow. There is no other opportunity. There is no more preaching, no more voice of God, no more 
being called to believe and repent. This verse rules second chance out. And those who teach universalism and that God will give another day and another opportunity after death, this verse rules that out because everywhere God says in this present time, believe. Because after that, there is no more opportunity. And that's very solemn. So those who do not respond to God in this present life will never enter into God's rest that this chapter is about. They are eternally lost. They are eternally restless. They are eternally cursed and unblessed. And I have to say tonight, let none among us thus play foolishly with their soul and refuse to obey God and to believe the gospel and to repent of sin. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. If you hear his voice today, do not harden your heart. So enter in while you may, today in the present, before it is too late.